In this week's Parsha, Parsha's Va'ira, we learn about the first seven of the Makos, of the plagues that Hashem visited on the Egyptians, um, which ultimately, ultimately is going to lead to the um, exodus, to the leaving of Mitzrayim after the completion of the ten plagues in next week's Parsha. Um, there's an interesting idea, and that is when we get to the fourth plague, the fourth makkah, that's the makkah of Oriv, which means a mixture of wild animals. So there the Pasuk says that Hashem says, I will make a separation between my nation, meaning the Jewish people, and the Egyptians, because the wild animals will only um, attack and be in the area of the Egyptians and not where the Jewish people live. So the question is, well, what about the first three plagues? We know this is plague number four. It was preceded by Dam, Tzfardeya, and Kinim, the plague of blood, the plague of frogs, and the plague of lice. And there, there is no mention about a separation. It doesn't say that they were visited only upon the Egyptians and not on the Jewish people. Um, and here, by the fourth plague, suddenly the Pasuk makes that distinction, that again, that, that, that there will be a distinction between the Egyptians and my nation, says Hashem. So what, what about the first three? And it's interesting that in the major commentators of the Torah, there is actually differences of opinion as to this. And in very short order, we have the Ibn Ezra, who's a great commentator back from the, uh, uh, from in the 11th century and the 12th century. And he writes that the truth is that the first three plagues were on everyone equally. He says that when it comes to, the, again, the blood and the um, frogs and the lice, they affected everyone in Egypt equally, even the Jewish people. They weren't such dangerous plagues. People weren't dying because of it. And therefore, Hashem didn't make that additional miracle to separate between the uh, Jewish people or the Hebrews and the Egyptians. That's his opinion. Um, the Radvaz, Rabbi David ben Zimra, another great sage and commentator who lives a couple hundred years later, he very much, very strongly argues about that on that. And he says, no, one cannot say that. He says, of course, the plagues, all the plagues, um, distinguished between the Jewish people and the Egyptians. And he says, otherwise, you know, what's the point of the plague? After all, if the plagues are there to convince Paro to free the Jewish people, then they had to be visited specifically on the Egyptians and not on the Jewish people. And therefore, even though the, the, the Pasuk only tells us about that distinction in the fourth plague, we must understand that it means all of the plagues equally. That's the opinion of Radvaz. Um, interestingly, Rambam, Maimonides, he chimes in and he says, well, it depends. He says the first two were only only affected the Egyptians. That was the uh, the blood and the frogs. But the third, which is the lice, that affects everyone. Um, that affected everyone in the land uh, for reasons that we're not going to go into. Point is that we have here a, a debate, exactly what happened. Again, Ibn Ezra says that the first three were visited upon everyone in the land, Radvaz says that no, there was a distinction between the Jews and the Egyptians from the beginning, and Rambam Maimonides um, makes it distinguishes between the first two and the third. It's interesting that Rashi, the primary commentator on the Chumash, makes no mention of any of this, doesn't give any explanation um, to this at all, which would indicate that he follows the simple reading of the verses. And the simple reading is, as Ibn Ezra said, that only in the fourth plague does it say that there will be a distinction between the Jews and the Egyptians, and from there on it's mentioned. But the first three, it would seem that Rashi follows the opinion of Ibn Ezra, 
that the first three were visited upon everyone equally, and only from the fourth started a separation. Which begs the question, as I mentioned earlier, the question that's posed by Radvaz, which is, if the first three plagues were visited on everyone equally, then how could that affect Paro to let the Jewish people go um, if he can say this is not something that's visited on the Egyptians specifically? It's a general catastrophe. Um, how is he supposed to uh, be affected by the plague to let the Jewish people go? And the Rebbe tells us, and he says that really Rashi answered that question. And because Rashi tells us that the reason for the first two plagues the first two plagues were really um, directed against the water body of Egypt. The water turns to blood, and the water gives forth the frogs. And the water body of Egypt, which was the Nile, was a deity, was a god served, or the Egyptians served that as a god. And when Hashem smites in the first two plagues the water bodies, what he's showing Paro is that the deities, those who the Egyptians served as a god, are powerless against Hashem. And once we understand that that's the point of the first two plagues, to smite the deity of Egypt, so then it really doesn't matter that it hit everyone equally, that everyone was affected equally, the water bodies in the entire Egypt were affected, because here really it's not about the Jewish people versus the Egyptians. It's really about Hashem being the ultimate um, um, ruler over any other type of deity that they had. And that's why Rashi and Ibn Ezra are not concerned with that um, you know, that question of, you know, if there's no distinction, what's the point? Because the point here is to smite the deity, the god of the Egyptians. And the same applies for plague number three, which the Torah tells us that the first two plagues, the Egyptian sorcerers and magicians said, ah, we can do it too. We can also turn water to blood. We can also create frogs. When it came to the third plague of lice, the Torah tells us that the Egyptian magicians and sorcerers told Pari, this is something we can't do. This must be an act of God himself. So again, the third plague was also to bring out the superiority and the all-power of God, of Hashem. And therefore, again, in the opinion of Rashi and the Ibn Ezra, it wasn't important in the first three plagues to distinguish and to differentiate between the Jewish people and the Egyptians because the point here wasn't about making the Jews separate. Rather, the point was to show Paro that he's powerless against Hashem, and that was brought out by visiting these plagues on the water bodies and creating these lice where everyone has to agree that Hashem is the ultimate power in Egypt. That is to explain and to answer this on a, on a pshat, on a simple level. However, the Rebbe adds one very beautiful idea and powerful lesson for us here as well. And that is the word, the name of the fourth plague, is Arov. Arov literally means a mixture. And that's because the fourth plague is when Hashem visited a mixture of wild animals on all of the Egyptians. All different types of wild animals. And it's, it's to be noted that the name of the plague is not wild animals, but the mixture. The fact that all of them came together. That the whole zoo was emptied out. The lions and the tigers and the bears and the snakes and the scorpions, all of them together were visited upon Egypt. And this was a tremendous miracle in itself where there's no boundaries between animals, there's no boundaries between these wild menacing animals. They're all there and all attacking together. This miracle represents a breaking down of boundaries. Normally every animal and every type is in its own, you know, works on its own. And here there was no boundaries, all the wild animals attacked together. And this is the first time where Hashem says, I'm going to show 
and I'm going to make a boundary, a distinction between my people and the Egyptians. Says the Rebbe, the message here is the following. We know as, as um, that the Torah very much tells us that there are boundaries in this world. And there is a Jew and there is a non-Jew. And there is a man and there is a woman. And there is a Kohen and there is a Levi and there is a Yisrael. Hashem created everyone uniquely different with unique missions. And the Torah is very into preserving and that we should preserve those boundaries proudly. When in the world there's a breakdown of boundaries, when in the world boundaries are broken and everything is coming together, is a time to strengthen our own boundaries and our own appreciation of the significance of the individual and the significance of Klal Yisrael and the significance of those boundaries that Hashem created. Says the Rebbe, that's what's going on here. Once we get to the fourth plague, and the name of the fourth plague is Arov, a mixture of animals. And all boundaries seem to be going to the ear. Everything is rushing together. Here Hashem says, Visamti pedus, but I'm going to create, I'm going to do a special miracle. That while the great mixture of animals is coming, I'm going to strengthen the boundaries between my people and the Egyptians. And this is a tremendous lesson for us nowadays, um, because, as we all know, today is a day and a time where all boundaries are challenged. Things that were always understood to be unique in their boundaries and in their um, limitations. Today, every boundary is challenged. And especially in a time when boundaries are challenged, Hashem gives us this message that Hashem makes a special miracle. And for us, that requires a special attention that we should strengthen and understand the beauty of the boundaries that Hashem creates within creation, starting with that boundary that a, that a Jew is a Jew, with a special mission that a Jew has, and within the Jewish people, the boundaries that there are, strengthening those boundaries, and in that way everyone succeeding and successfully fulfilling the missions that they uniquely have. Have a wonderful Shabbos.